Hey guys, welcome to Cars and Health Bars. On today's episode, we get into some toxicity in the car world. Also, we get in on that Dead Island 2 topic. Let's get right into it. Big, big news, guys. You're going to hear this throughout the month. We have t-shirts. We are cutting off the uh, pre-order by the end of the month. So if you want to get your hands on the first batch of Cars and Health Bars shirt, reach out to me via email. That is carsandhealthbars at gmail.com. We will post it on our social medias if you're interested or need to hear this email again. Again, guys, going to make that cut off the end of the month. Enjoy the episode. I know you don't follow Cletus as closely as I do because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I'm definitely a fan. I've got like four t-shirts. I got the keychain, So I kind of feel, I feel a little bit, uh, certified to talk about some, some, uh, issues I have with, uh, the Cletus audience in particular. Homie dripped up in Cletus merch. You know, and I've been following him for like two or three, probably like three or four years more. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could, the first video I saw of him is that video that went super viral where he put the turbo whistles in his C7 Corvette, like whenever he was making the really dumb videos. But I just recently, man, I, I always knew that Cletus had a group in his audience that were like super toxic. Like, I mean, like toxic, toxic. Like every time it, it goes back to whenever he first partnered with uh, KSR Performance. Uh, yeah. Uh, which if you if you're a Cletus fan you know KSR pretty much built uh the El Camino mullet from like the ground up you know after he decided it wasn't going to be a jet car uh man anytime that car would have any issue at all dude his fans would just go and lose it on KSR and like even before that uh Dr. Tunamall his tuner which he still hangs out to this day Whenever they stopped talking for like a month, dude, they started questioning everything. They ended up having to make a video like, there's no beef between us. Like, yeah. They're bloodthirsty, dude. They just see. I'll tell you, they did. Cletus did KSR dirty, though, man. How so? Like, after he split with them, he, did, he owed like money. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know how much. Yeah, and he never paid that shit, I don't think. I didn't know anything about KSR that. KSR suffered. Yeah, KSR suffered a lot from Cletus, from what I know. Well, yeah, that sucks because they're a good shot. KSR did at least get a lot of recognition while like he, I'm Absolutely. sure he got a big sub boost. Like I even subscribed to his channel. I didn't know about him prior. You know, I really love his car. Yeah. I love second gen Camaro. Uh, dude, like he's he reminds me of one of those guys that's like Haney. He's super slow, but yeah. he's super meticulous and he does everything. Like after that car's done, it's like it's done. You know, for sure. And that's then Haney. this current drama comes up where. Uh, the engine in mullet that he got from Steve Morris, uh, you know, it, the, like the best engine builder in the U S oh yeah. Like the fans don't care at all about the last year. Whenever that car, literally that car is probably making like 24, 25 horse, 2,500 horse. And yeah. it literally drag and drive did several drag and drive events. One, most of them like this car's running six second passes almost consistently and pulls the motor out puts it or takes it back to Steve Morris. Steve Morris re redoes everything, takes it apart, does a whole tear down, refresh. He gets it back. It lasts like three runs and a couple drag, you know, a couple drag and drive days. You know, Cletus ran it yeah. without oil a few times, but from what Steve Morris said, it doesn't, that didn't really affect anything. But the, uh, the bearing spun, it spun a bearing on the, uh, in, uh, one end of the block. And dude, his fans like, 
Steve Morse had to make a video, like, because his fans were, like, so crazy, giving him all these suggestions. Hey, man, this is what's wrong with it. This is what's wrong with it. Did you check this? Did you check that? Ba- like, he even said that there were fans emailing his business email where he gets, like, inquiries on, like, people wanting blocks and stuff done. Like, that's toxic, dude. That's terrible. Yeah, for sure. Like, don't let the dude who's been building high horsepower, I mean, high horsepower engines for years decide what's wrong with it let the youtube community this man's got this man's got a business to run dude he, he don't have time to deal yeah. with these like people who think they're engine builders all of a sudden just because they you know watch cletus do dino pulls all day yeah and people act like that 25 horsepower is like i'm not gonna say it's not reliable but it certainly comes with like its own risks yeah, I mean, whenever you're dealing Those with engine the... components are under a lot of stress compared to like your 400 horsepower LS and your fucking dad's pickup. Oh, absolutely. And you're dealing with an engine that is like it's built to drag and drive like it's it's made to withstand it. But any I'm telling you, anytime something goes wrong, they just jump the engine builder and it's crazy, dude. It's crazy to me. It's either the engine builder or the tuner. It's never the driver, the owner. Like, yeah, and it's crazy too because Cletus like is sitting here taking full responsibility. Like in the video where he announced that you know everything went wrong, he's like, it, yeah. "Guys, this is my fault. I did this." And they're still like, "Oh my god, why? Why'd you? Uh, the crank the crankshaft was bent before you even put it in there." Like, I think KSR is gonna check crank. Like, oh, this was this was after K. This is Steve Morse. Or yes. Steve Morse, either one of them, though. Like, this dude is, like, there's no telling how much his motors cost. He don't even have the price listed. You have to email him to find out. Like, this yeah, dude I'm is... I'm sure they cost a lot. He's the deal. Have you seen his uh, Steve Morse X block, or SMX block? I don't know. I saw, uh, he was at PRI, and he had that, uh, panel wagon. Oh. Uh, panel wagon, but that wagon. Yeah. His yeah, there. That, that I thing... saw that catastrophic engine failure i think it it spun every bearing and broke every like it every single rod yeah 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 this was here recently like every rod was in the oil pan i'm pretty sure i haven't watched that video yet but just thumbnails looked like he had a oil pan full of rods i remember that was uh me and warren really wanted to see that car yeah he definitely he definitely spun the drive shaft because he was giving it away to a fan in order or something but anyway, yeah, that that's Steve Morris X block, dude. That thing, everything, everything he could water cool has what like the heads all have separate water ports going into him. Everything that he could put a water port in, and I mean anything to increase reliability, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything is made in his house, like everything. You yeah, can't all the time. You can't take you can't take an LS head and put it on his block. You can't you can't do any of that. Like everything is his stuff. Aftermarket stuff will not work on his on hey, his. Block. I'll tell you what, that's kind of smart by him because you you ain't losing your customer base really. That too, and you've got like he his name is on the top of the block to the bottom everything, of the block. Yeah. Like if there's failure, it's him to blame. You're not throwing on an aftermarket part and it yeah. ruining something, and that being the the fault. And really, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, if it you're is. Having your buddy who's built a few five threes in his backyard, or your buddy with HP tuners, you know, like a professional, like even like shops like smaller shops like ours, like we make mistakes, man. So really, the best way to go about having something reliable and cons- and reliable and you know it's 
put together right is consistency like that where every block is the same like you know every in and out of it and you've done it a million times so it's all a package and if you notice a lot of higher shops do that shit too they all have stages like stage one performance for a camaro ss or whatever yeah it's it's all about ownership and that it's almost yeah. better to put your name behind something like that too because you know it's your product it's your name you know you absolutely it's just a sense of pride that comes with that yeah you should stand by your product you know getting getting back to what we were talking about you you've always kind of been like distancing yourself from the cletus group and you know anytime cletus is at an event that we're at you're like <laughs> oh my god there's the cletus guys <laughs> yeah for sure i've always not I don't hate Cletus. Um, you know, I've I've heard of some things from friends and stuff, and more particularly coworkers, that kind of make me not like him as much. I guess you could say. But I don't think Cletus is like an idiot or nothing by no means. But his fans kind of take idiocracy to the next level sometimes. I feel like his fans are the kind of people who... I feel like he attracts, like, an audience I'd expect Whistling Diesel to have. <laughs> yeah. I could see but that. But only, like... Instead of his fans hating incest, him, it's his... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I I like Cletus. I, I love his videos. I, I watch them, like, every single day. For like sure. Every his day they come out. definitely entertaining. But, like you said, his, his fans are not engine builders by no means, and, you know... Yeah, a lot of them are people that don't even, like, like just started driving. Like, it's a lot of younger kids. Or, like, I'm, people my age. And I wouldn't say I'm experienced enough to tell even Cletus, like, much about what's wrong with his shit. Yeah. And it's not everybody in his audience. It's just those people. If if you yeah, fi- for sure. If you find yourself mid-email to Steve Morris to tell him why the crank bent, uh, then you're you're one of those people that I'm talking about. <laughs> Because like yeah, sure. I'm sure, sure it's not in your business, like and, and and one bag at bad eggs, you know, stands out from the whole bunch. I'm sure it's just like a handful sure. of people because you know Cletus has a lot of fans. A lot, you know, I'm definitely one of them. You know, and I'd love to go to one of his events if he ever has one nearby. I'd definitely go into. I mean, Man, I planned on going to one in Florida. I feel like that's just that would be a good money maker for him. That's like a rapper going on tour or something, you know. Yeah, if he ever went to Beach Bend and Bowling Green, dude, he would. Like, he could go like to West Coast and East Coast and just make bank. And his events look super fun. Like there, it, it's like all kinds yeah. of stuff going on. I don't on. see my motor like even like uh, Roadkill. Like they only have Roadkill nights that I know of, and that's really far away. Like there's a lot of people who could do stuff like that and really help themselves and help the car community out yeah that and whole burnout contest thing is like the best thing ever just like bring what you want bring what you don't care yeah, to bring put your shoe box like like i would i would totally like take my s10 bro i was about to say if we just had some money laying around i would not hesitate to pick up like a crown vic or something some like old hard body one in my backyard right now buddy let's go <laughs> yeah see, that's what i'm saying let's just get it and rip it you know yeah i think uh that's something that more influencers could be doing yeah that that is the issue too a lot of these influencers just want to stay behind their camera and stay behind their their computer and they don't want to actually interact with their fans i get yeah i get to a point because a lot of people like just are crazy you know yeah but if it's it's hard which kind of brings us to some influencers in particular 
in particular, who would you have in mind for that? Uh, I don't want to like name drop no one. Yeah, because I can't think of no one that's like really off the wall. Like, there's a like I can think of this YouTuber named Scotty Kilmer. Um, I don't know if anyone who watches our podcast will know him, but he puts on like kind of like general mechanic advice and different stuff like car content on YouTube. He used to be like an older like sales guy for car like products and stuff. I think. Oh yeah. Or mechanic too. Like he's definitely a mechanic at one point. And I don't like dislike him. He does have some good things to say, but then he also has some things that I'm just like, yeah, like he's he's real biased like Toyota, and it just cracks me up watching some of his videos because you could just tell he's biased as all oh, hell about Toyota. <laughs> like he's like very much liable thing ever made. Oh my god, that that's a lot of people though. Like. And I know a lot of older Toyotas are really reliable, so. That's a lot of people with the the Toyotas and also Honda. A lot of the Honda people, they're like, you can drive a Honda a million miles and it not break down. I ain't gonna say that. That's Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. The monitor just like unplugged. I'm second. Yeah, I'm... A lot of these influencers, and I don't see why they don't get in on this, because if you look at the success of Cletus, you know, he was, granted, he took a humongous risk, but, I mean, he bought that whole circle track, and, like, he does several shows a year. He's even going so far to uh, renting out his facility to other, uh, you know, events, and, I mean, he's so successful with what he's doing, and he's branching out, he's done indie. He even, if you don't follow him and you're in the automotive world, he even bought out Bristol, like the Bristol, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I'm not sure if he filled it up or not, but I know for sure he bought that whole facility or rented it out for a weekend or whatever. That is insane to me. If you're, if you know anything about NASCAR, that's like one of the biggest, you know, tracks oh, yeah. in the country. Yeah, and I, I, I really do think if, if there would be any... He might have considered it, too. You know, he's here in Bowling Green. He might have considered doing it here. There's already, you know, drift pad for burnouts and, you know, drag strip. I would love something yeah. local like that. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. I, I wish we had content creators that were local to Bowling Green because Bowling Green is such a great area for motorsports. And I, I think I think a lot of people don't even realize it around here. Yeah. NCM, Beach Pen. You got a few more drag strips really nearby. Yeah, that's why yeah. that's why I keep asking every time we have an automotive guest on. I always ask if they do a drag and drive because I've like it, this is like the perfect area to do one. You know, this would be like yeah. a great like southern southern Kentucky kind of, and it wouldn't even have to be southern Kentucky branded because you know a lot of people come from out of state to do this. You know, absolutely. I think I think maybe even like close to Nashville, they've got some sort of uh, drag strip. I'm sure down in that area. Yeah, they do. So it's like we we have a perfect setup for a good dragon drive event down here. I think dragon drives just they're getting they're getting popular. They're starting to pop up in more places. I, I I'm just really hoping that by us talking about that, it can get somebody listening that could make that happen or get that information to 1320 or uh, uh, Tom Bailey does sick just week. Anyone? Yeah, any anybody that has thrown these events together would would want to. You know, there there's a lot of people that would go to this it, it'd be a good success and it'd yeah, be a absolutely. lot of fun if you like local i can think of a uh, btr had that cars and coffee 
How big of a turnout was that? It was big, dude. Like, and that was just like a local cars and coffee. That wasn't like one that that I don't think they even. It might have been like on Facebook for like a week or two before they did it. Yeah, and then the Bowling Green ones at MC uh, at the Corvette plant—they're pretty big too, huh? Yeah, they're. Which it hasn't been warm yet, but yeah, it's been pretty good turnout there. We had some people from out of state last time, like a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, BTR, like, I can see them, like, they're so good at advertising. I can see a Dragon Drive being set up with BTR because BTR's got a lot of, like, reach in the LS game, especially. I was going to say, too, if you've ever watched one of these drag and drive events, between the tracks, you have to hit particular checkpoints. And it's typically something automotive related or, you know, landmark. Yeah. But you could hit BTR or, yeah, or perfect NCM, place to hit. There, Corvette Museum. Like, there, there's so much car culture around here. Even in, like, Cave City, I, I found out recently, I was just liking stuff from the podcast Facebook, and I seen that there's, like, Maybe it's in Cave City, I don't, or somewhere close by. But there's like a racing museum somewhere close by. Granted, it's probably like some little small deal, but regardless, I think uh, Holly donated recently donated one of their first carburetors or something like that. Probably wrong, cool. but Holly donated some sort of like uh, ancient, you know, racing technology that, uh, to the museum, and I was like, that'd be super cool to go check out sometime. For sure. Yeah, they're, they're, this this is prime prime territory for a, for a dragon drive, and if if we ever get to that point of you know having a few few thousand fans, and I definitely would be trying to make phone calls to yeah. make something happen. But I'm sure I'd do it in my daily at that point. <laughs> yeah, just PR, just do it in our dailies. I, couldn't I I would for sure, and if I had the third, maybe I'd, done, maybe that'd finally get me getting the C10 done there. Yeah, that that'd be super cool have that ready i don't know not having no ac would kind of suck oh you don't need no ac you open them vents up and you just breathing dog <laughs> that right pedals how fast your ac comes in yes sir <laughs> those are the best too those just work but yeah i i really wanted to just talk about the uh cletus thing because it's really topical it just happened and it, it really grinded my gears man Sure, man. Like, I hate seeing stuff like that. I think there's a lot of what's the word I'm looking for. There's a lot of like blaming in the car community, exactly, especially on the performance side of things, because people just think that we're like robots, like we don't make mistakes, man. Yeah, you know, I'm still. I learned something new today. I learned like two or three new things today. You know that I never knew before. It's cr- and I worked on LSs for two years now. Like, it's crazy too. It's like these fans think that you know the the content creator owes it to them to ha- keep that car running and keep keep everything the way it needs to be so they get content. And it's just like I saw a few comments that were like, "Oh, now now Mullet's not going to be ready to race, you know, whatever this race is or whatever." It's like, dude, it's it's life, you know. He's he's this isn't a TV yeah. show. This is a YouTuber. Like, is this one dude and his shop? Like, and you know that kind of ruins the way that people look at shops for stuff too, because people think their shit should be done at the shop real soon. Like, gotta be ready for this race. Like, no, make it right. Don't make it rushed and go to the race and blow up. Yeah, I mean. This isn't this isn't you know making pies in the kitchen you know not every not everything's the same. This is building an engine in a vehicle like this. Yeah, you have to be very meticulous. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like 
watching what you're doing, I mean, just, just me and machining, like, it's just like, if you, if you care about your job and you care about what you want things, how you want things done, you'll take the time, you'll clean things, you Absolutely. know, you'll, you'll be meticulous and you'll care a lot. If when you start being meticulous, you'll start to care a lot more about the product that you're making or what you're doing in general. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, that's pretty much all I have on that. Uh, I didn't want to rip too hard and make people think I'm like some sort of Cletus hater because I absolutely am not. <laughs> I'm in that same. Uh, I'm in definitely that, not. I'm in that same uh, viewer account that you guys are in. Whenever you click on a Cletus video, you know I I keep up. It's like he's probably one of my favorite automotive YouTubers to watch, just because, like you said, he just does the craziest stuff. It's super entertaining, you know, like for sure seeing seeing his builds and you know that that's another thing too he's he's gotten to the point to where he's got so many guys helping him out and you know i'm sure he's got all kinds of money coming in from and he, he can keep he can keep building and progressing his channel it's not the same stuff over and over Absolutely. again he's a he's a whole brand now you know yeah i don't see how he keeps so many cars like he's probably gonna have to hire somebody just to like run his cars every now and again so the gas don't get old or <laughs> everything doesn't sit uh, there people are so sit, man we got customers who just like a whole fucking barn, like big ass barn full of cars. That's crazy, dude. It just blows my mind. At what point? I was gonna say something else. Uh, I forgot. Man, what was I just gonna say? It was something about uh. Fuck, I can't remember. What were you talking about? Maybe I can remember. Um, being meticulous. I was talking about that. <laughs> being yeah. a huge Cletus fan, him kicking out content quick because he's got a brand. I can't remember. It's too late. <laughs> it's gone. It was right there. <laughs> yeah, it, that's pretty much all I got. If you remember it, we'll we'll clip it in or something. We'll figure something okay. out. Okay. Man, I really wanted to say that. <laughs> we can always clip it in. We're gonna throw it to a quick break, and we will be right back with the gaming topic. Today's episode is sponsored by Dubby, the energy blend that is waging war on big energy. Guys, if you're one of those people like me that goes into a gas station and spends three, four, five dollars on an energy drink just to get you through the day, you have to check out this product. With their tubs containing 30 servings, it's going to save you so much money in the long run. And if you don't want to ball out and buy a tub right off the bat, you should definitely check out their starter pack. It comes with a shaker cup. The starter pack is going to come with two flavors, their Dragonade and also their Beach and Peach, two f amazing flavors. I really love the Beach and Peach, and let me just tell you, I'm not a big peach guy, but it was it was really, really good. And they have a lot of cool, interesting flavors on their website, but a lot of them are under pre-order right now. So the sooner you get on that pre-order list, the sooner you're going to receive your product. Guys, head on over to w.gg and go check out some of their product. Any purchase you make on the website, use coupon code HEALTHBARS10. That's going to give you 10% off. That's going to not only help the show, but it's also going to show Dubby that we're going to be a good partner to work with. Guys, I urge you, go check out their products. Go check out that starter pack. It's it's going to be it's going to be a great thing to invest in, especially, like I said, if you're one of those guys that's cranking down those energy drinks like myself. Again, guys, go to w.gg and use code HEALTHBARS10. And we're back. So, we both just watched the Dead Island 2 trailer, or extended gameplay. Uh, I'd watched it earlier in the week. But, uh, 
you know, our our suspicions were correct. It is in uh, L.A. Yep. So, I didn't... And I, I'm curious if this is on Unreal Engine 5 or not. I doubt it is. Yeah, not too sure. Uh, one thing I'm, uh, they didn't show in the trailer is uh, the vehicles. I'm kind of hoping that we got some cool vehicles. You know, Yeah, I feel like exotic cars are going to be in this game. That would be super, super cool. And... What I really liked is it, it look, the game looks so similar to the first game, which is a great thing because, I mean, the first game really had no... I mean, it had a few small bugs, but, like, it was laid out good. You know, there's no complaints about that. The UI is really good, and it just all looks the same, and I love that so much. Yeah, it still feels like Dead Island by the gameplay, so all that's I, what I like because, like, Call of Duty couldn't keep that as a franchise, in my opinion. Like, a lot of other franchises couldn't. Yeah, I I saw a lot of the zombies return, and uh, if if you got all the way through the extended gameplay footage, you actually see that the uh, butcher comes back too, just like does the God I hate yeah. the butcher, bro. Yeah, and that uh, boy wow. Another another thing that seemed really cool. Uh, you kind of mentioned towards the beginning of the trailer, it looks like it's going to be an easy game. I didn't want to spoil it for you, but uh, towards the end of the trailer, they reveal that uh, you've got your basic types of zombies, your walker, your runner, uh, your thug, all that. Well, yep. on top of that, uh, I guess you get a little farther in the game and you start running into mutations, much like Back for Blood, where it yeah. might be a flaming mutation. It might be, you know, I don't, they didn't go in depth on the mutations, but okay, the, so it's kind of RNG based too. Yeah. And I'm sure, well, if they have a difficulty, I'm sure it's difficulty based also. You probably start running into those mutations. Just, like on Dead Island, you always run into certain zombie types. Oh, yeah. And like certain areas. areas. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Ram was always in the city, bro. Yeah. Same thing with the infected having that stupid green haze on them. It was always in the, in the city. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super pumped, dude. I can't wait. Uh, the it looked like they kept the whole modding modding weapons thing. It looked like yeah. maybe even like from what the the trailer I saw, they had where you could have more than just one mod on a weapon. Yeah, and that, dude, that's dope. Like, oh yeah, my God. for sure. I'm kind of curious if they do kind of like the first that island did and have different areas like the island and the forest. Well, that that's what it looked. That's what it looked like. Uh, they they showed a. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. So there was a preview of the map, and like they were, you know, you spawn in. From what it looks like, you spawn in at the like your subdivision in Bel Air, and yep. uh, your first mission is to get to a hotel, which is you know yeah. wherever in L.A. I'm guessing. Yeah. So you kind of have those three main cities, probably L.A. Uh, I I don't know California very good, but I'm guessing L.A., Bel Air, and maybe like Hollywood or something like that. But uh, and <laughs> towards the end of the trailer, it shows like your first mission, or maybe it's a side mission, but it's like there's a rock star trapped in his mansion, and it just oh. like if they had made that uh, that one actor in in a uh, zombie land, Bill Murray, if they had made yeah. that Bill Murray, that would have been so funny. Like that'd been the best sure. throwback ever. I wonder if they're gonna have any references to uh... oh um. That other zombie game that just came out, Dying Light 2. Yeah. Because they had Who Do You Voodoo in the start of Dying Light 2 on that CD. Oh, did they? Yeah. I know the that... character Ed, Who Do You Voodoo, sounds familiar. I, I could almost guarantee that there's going to be a lot of, at least a few throwbacks to uh, the first game because I know if you yeah. pre order, you get like a Benoit 
or uh, memories from Benoit or something like that. And the uh, original actual trailer trailer, not the gameplay trailer, but the actual trailer, yeah. uh, you see this. Trailer. Yeah, no, 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 no. The uh, the first updated trailer we got, gotcha. you see our main character, which is on the cover, the guy with the big afro and the shades. He's kind of like, mm-hmm. he seems like he's just kind of being chill about the apocalypse. Well, he goes out on a, you know, gets whatever. But he comes back, and at the very end of the trailer, it teases at something. Uh he grabs a katana out of the closet before he goes outside and kills more zombies. And that kind of makes me think they might tie it in that way. And if I had to take a guess, I would guess that the main character is related to the, uh, Sam B. uh no, not Sam B. The other uh, girl, the one with the katana. No, no the, was, uh, the, the, Oh, the lady, at the cop. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know why she would have the katana unless the, uh, the, uh, the katana yeah. woman died, and she somehow got a hold of the katana for her memory. I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce her name. Yeah, I don't know either, but I felt like that was a throwback to that. It could be, it could not be. If They they put a lot of emphasis on him picking up the katana, like it really zoomed in on it. So, hmm. that would be really cool if they tied that all in together, but if they don't, I ain't worried about it. Yeah. The game looks dope. I wonder, I, I think it'd be cool if you could hear, like, I don't know when this takes place, like if it's around same time that the infection started in Benoit, but it would be cool if you could hear them on the radio calling for help and shit. Yeah, and like at, certain points. at the very end of the uh, the game, the extended gameplay trailer, uh, you you get to the hotel and you hear a voice over the intercom, so it, it starts out exactly like Dead yeah. Island 1, so <laughs> uh, I don't know what route they're going to take with the story. I, I, I hope I hope it's a long story. I hope it's something that we could play for a few hours. Because uh, well, Dead Island One was pretty long. Dead Island One was very long, so I'm I'm kind of hoping they keep that same length, and I'm hoping it it's a good storyline, and I think it will be. Absolutely, I think it will be. I think this is one of the few AAA. Would you call this AAA? I'm calling it AAA. This is one of the few AAA games that I would really be looking out for on my like have on my radar like. No Call of Duty, no Halo. Like, this is something that's been in the making for a long time. Yeah, and even if you're not a big, like, uh, if you've never heard of the franchise, it's probably one of those games you could probably pick up, not have to worry about playing the first one. But first one's yeah. probably dirt cheap, and, you know, you've got about a month until the game comes out, month and a half, so that yeah, I think is this fun. is a game that most people would enjoy, too. Like, it'd be hard not to enjoy this game. Yeah, I wonder uh, up to how many players co-op, I mean, which it wouldn't really matter for us, but... Uh, Maybe six, since there's six characters. That's kind of what I was thinking, but that'd be a humongous lobby, like... And I wonder I, how... I really? Wonder, I mean, they didn't like a 128-player battlefield now, so... Yeah, but I, I could think of a group of six people taking out a zombie horde. Sounds a little, like, overkill, but I wonder if they did it kind of like uh, Seven Days does it, where it multiplies the zombies according on how many players are there. That'd be dope. Yeah, I feel like they probably got something in place if it is six-player. I really wanted to get a dev on, and I'm still working on that. I want, I really want to try to get a dev on or somebody with Deep Silver to talk about uh, some of the things that they are allowed to talk about on the game beforehand. Because yeah. like me and Jordan are diehard Dead Island fans, got a lot of hours Man. in that game for what it is. That's one of my favorite games. And it seems like the side quests are going to be the same, where you just kind of run into missions while you're going to stuff. Uh, yep. That that's... I wonder how trading will be. Ah, yeah, that is, that's something I didn't even think about. Yeah, uh, man, I'm going to lose my mind if that guy says something about the Scourge. I'm just telling you. No, what about, uh... Where did, where I, did I put that? Bloody head off. Yeah, or where did <laughs> yeah. I put that? 
I'll never forget that, dude. That oh my god, that's like that's probably something that not very many people like just laugh at, but us. But that'd be so great if they put yeah. that in in the next game, some sort of throwback to that, like a newspaper article. Man on island finally finds what he's looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or got any food? Yeah. <laughs> I hated that guy. I love I love how the uh, it the way they did the mechanic like the uh, dismemberment dude it reminded me of Mortal Kombat. That's it's so like, good, dude. I just hope they don't kill us with the slow mos like they did in Dead Island One. Like it yeah, seemed like that did kind of annoy me. Every other kill was a slow mo kill. I didn't see no slow mo in the trailer, so hopefully I saw a lot, but some... it might have just did been you? it it might have just been for editing purposes to really show off the gore, but. I'm sure they didn't get know. rid of they, They're it probably going to try and go to the more casual player base, so I wouldn't doubt if it is like that. Yeah, you know. that I, I can live with that. That's not like end of the world. You know it would be cool if there was a setting to turn that off? That'd be super dope. Yeah, that'd just be real easy to get rid of that. Yeah, but like I understand. I, I would probably want to play with it on for my first playthrough, but if it's yeah. like you know me and you trying to beat it on the hardest difficulty, that would be a very nice thing to turn off because, you know, after you played the game all the way through, you kind of probably have seen all you know the what we details. need to do? What? We need to do like a live stream of it and like try and speed run it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. World record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a specific channel set up for the podcast on Twitch, but I Twitch on my personal account. Uh, I just is playing Gang Beasts and stuff. So if, uh, if us live streaming games is something you guys would be interested in on a side note, uh, let us know social media or something. I probably wouldn't have a problem doing that. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I'd enjoy doing that. We play stuff pretty yeah, often. I don't have to donate or nothing. It'd just be for fun. Yeah, just just the love of the game. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped up, and that would be a lot of fun. Even even like live streaming the our first first playthrough would be kind of yeah, dope. for sure. Man, if if we find some way to get our hands on a copy early, I'd lose it. Like that'd be the most. Amazing I would too. Ever. I'd be I'd be like. That'd be the holy grail, dude. I, I get an email saying, hey, here's a copy early. I'd be like, all right, I'm leaving work early. <laughs> I'm going to get a Sorry, ticket Matt. on the way home. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. This dude got to wait on that engine a little longer. <laughs> we getting some Dead Island gameplay in. I think with it, and that's another thing, too, with it being in uh, the United States or, you know, in like a condensed city, it's going to be like, it's going to have a whole nother atmospheric feel. It's not going to be, you know, like an island. And I don't know. I still hope that there are beaches we can go on and hopefully. It looked like, like it. It looked like, yeah, they were on the beach. They were at uh, the, like a pier. You, you watched a whole different trailer. I mean, I have to go back and watch. Yeah, they're, the they're on the beach. Watch. It looked like GTA five over there. Oh, that's so cool, dude. I hope there's, I hope there is like a whole pier amusement park like there is in GTA. There is. Oh, okay. There's a Ferris wheel. That's uh, I don't so know if cool. there's like a ride or nothing, but there's Ferris wheel, so. Dude, this game's going to be so much fun. Like, there's so much to look sure. at. Like, there's so much content in this game. That That's the thing with Dead Island 1. Like, uh, it's just like you go walking around, it's just bungalow after bungalow or city building yeah. after city building. It's it that being in Hollywood or, you know, California, there's so much to look at, so much to do. Like, Oh, I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm sure the map's gonna be quite a bit bigger. Uh, I I hope that they don't give get any crap for it being Dead Island, but it's not really on an island. I, I hope that's not the case. I don't think so though. I don't think. Yeah. Like the game looks super cool. What do you think about the drop kick instead of like the regular kick? Uh, I'm indifferent on it. You know, I don't. 
it kind of sucks that I, I get it though, because you're probably not gonna kick a zombie down if it's full sprint at you. Yeah, that was Unless a nice thing though to break like shit. an infected sprint. Yeah, for sure. But it, it's kind of overpowered the kicking for sure. I hope they added like more special abilities per zombie like the thug has like some sort of grabbing ability or like you know yeah i'm kind of curious to see what all we can do with like i'm sure that did you see the skill tree because i i didn't see nothing about skill tree i didn't see the skill tree but i did hear that they were uh each character is going to have its own unique skills kind of like the first game so i'm guessing there's going to be skills to unlock at least did you see where they brought back uh fury mode i didn't um i'm hoping it's like a you can't pick every skill. You have to choose certain different ones, like the down one. You can unlock everything. Oh, okay. You're saying you have to follow a specific tree, like unlock it one at a time. Kind of like the survival yeah, like, fury tree. Uh, like you only get so many points and you can't unlock everything. So there has to be compromise. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So pretty much have like a guy dedicated to opening boxes, kind of like the first one and like all that yeah just have like if you're playing as a team you can have everyone specific or you can have an all-around build or whatever yeah uh, i would like to see that the fury part from what i from what they said in the one i watched is each fury ability is based off of a ability that a zombie has so and from what from what it looked like that the uh character i was watching or the player i was watching it looked like they had like the ability of an infected they were like booking it across the room and like beating up a another zombie what yeah so yeah, we got the ram fury ability oh my god i don't remember if i saw it did you see a ram in your trailer that we watched no i did not i didn't see a ram but i definitely saw a thug and uh, i think somebody said i think he said something about a floater bloater or something like that I don't know where that would fit into the scene of uh, being in the United States, but you know, I'm I'm optimistic. Probably well, one of my one had the loader, right, or whatever he's called. Yeah, I, I hope I hope guns are a little bit better against zombies. It kind of sucks they, that they looked like it in the trailer. They looked like you didn't have to spray all your ammo into one. Yeah, I I saw I like to how it wasn't like a one shot headshot. Right. Yeah, on a zombie, like that's insane. I got, it's not, if it goes through a person's skull, it should definitely go through a decaying person's skull. <laughs> like, why even have guns if they're just going to be... Because you can one-shot headshot a person, but a zombie, no. It, like, unless the virus just doesn't work like that, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, why even have guns if it's only useful against one type of enemy? Like, that seems really redundant. I would have rather That's just had more melee weapons, honestly. Speaking I, it, of melee weapons, they look like... The best I've ever seen in the game. Yeah, it looked like a lot more of your mundane items are going to be weapons. Like, I saw somebody using a claw hammer, or like, yeah. you know, just like random Like something stuff. you'd seen in your life. Yeah. yeah just that... what you can find in the spur of the moment. Yeah. I saw the return of, like, the brass knuckles with the swords on them, but uh, they're, like, electrified from the mod that the person added. Like, that's just I something. I would have expected brass knuckles. That's, like, a trade part, trademark Ben Allen with them. Yeah, Sam B. Well, Sam B was more sledgehammer, but he had them brass knuckles too. For sure, catch him the fury with them, and you're gone. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they're just gonna wait until release day for us to find out that they that at least one of those characters is one of the recurring bunch. I feel like that could happen. Maybe I don't really know how that would be. Yeah, I don't know either. Un- unless they like returned from. I could see you know, relatives of them for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, well, it probably wouldn't be Sam B because we know he's from New Orleans. Part of me really wants to see him connect the the two. That's where they're from on that island one. I can't remember where they're from. Yeah, I don't remember either. I know. Uh, I think Logan was like from somewhere southern, like uh, from the south Texas or something. Yeah, and like you said, Sam B's from uh, New Orleans. And then the Chinese lady was from China. Right. So it leaves the cop. I can't remember where she was from. Yeah, I don't. I, I could see her being the one because, like I said, the character, the character with the katana and everything. I don't know. It just, it just reminded me of that. Part part of me feels like it might, it might be a stretch that they uh, try to connect the stories and for them not even to put in the effort of trying to connect the stories. But you know, I'm I'm here for either or. I feel like they're not going to connect the stories. And if not, like gonna... I said, it looks like they killed it. Like I'm okay yeah. with a full new story. This know? is like, how much is the game? Is it even sixty bucks? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's sixty dollars because. Still, uh, I, this game's worth sixty bucks. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I've noticed is it's only on Epic. I haven't seen it on Steam yet, so I think it's going to be an Epic exclusive. That's kind of annoying, to be honest. Yeah, but you know, you know how these game franchises are—they they're anywhere they can make a buck. I can't blame them. If I can know. Live the rest of my life easy just because my game is on a different platform. <laughs> That's a whole nother launcher I got to keep updated. I know. Every time I log in, I got like to do an update. I got like eight, not even joking, bro. Eight what? Launchers? I feel like I could just go on. Yeah, I got like Steam, War Gaming, Battle.net, Minecraft, Origin, CurseForge, Riot, Epic, Enlisted. I just wish everything was on Steam. They already have like 90% of things. You can add stuff to Steam, but it you still gotta use the launcher. Like, use Steam to open the game, maybe not use the launcher. I don't know. I did it for a World of Tanks, and I can't remember if it opened the launcher or not. Hmm. Yeah, that that's out of all the games that are coming out this year. This is the one to look out for, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I would say Ark. I would say Ark too, but Ark two made me. Pretty, I got higher hopes for that. I, I do too. I do too, especially after hearing about the combat and stuff. I'm pretty hung up on that. I'll tell you this: I would much rather buy Dead Island two than the Call of Duty release this year. I'm probably not even gonna buy the Call of Duty release <laughs> unless Treyarch like just does something crazy. Well, it ain't Treyarch, right? It's skipping them, ain't it? Oh, I'm not sure. I thought for sure it was Treyarch's turn because of. Uh, I think it's Sledgehammer Games going back into it, or. Huh. I can't remember. Well, that sounds like uh, I'm saving 60 it's, bucks this year. Yeah, that sounds like it to me. I'm about done with Call of Duty. Party Animals is supposed to come out this year, which would be the big fire that's me definitely, up. Yeah, that's definitely a good game. Oh, that's not even 60 bucks, is it? No, nah, it'd probably be like 20, I'm sure. 20 yeah, it's, it's like an indie game, kind of. Yeah, it's. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. That That's like the best game to like get on with somebody who... If like your buddy is likes a different game genre than you or whatever, it's just like that's the anyone best can party play game. that game and have fun. Like who don't want to beat up their friends? I mean, honestly, yeah. Like or uh, maybe perform other activities. You'd have to tune into live stream to see the other activities. To be frank, yeah, I don't <laughs> think we can mention such. The disclosure of such activities might result in uh, negative impact. But don't worry, it is all. No, it isn't. I... Never mind. 
<laughs> yeah, fired up about Dead Island too. Can't wait. And the fact that it is literally coming out in a month and a half excites me to no end. And like, oh my, I, so many dude, good games coming out trailer, this year. Dude, I've, ever since that 2014 trailer came out, I've just been wanting. That yeah. trailer was so good. Like that song, that just whole trailer was like perfect. If they had, if they had made, uh, had Eminem make them a custom song, it, it would have been knocked out of the park for you. I literally would have like bought Eminem merch for this game. <laughs> Eminem X Dead Island Two. I could see yeah, that like, too I, with like Bash never... going on like a zombie rampage with Eminem rapping in the background. That would be so good. Or like Berserk. Yeah, for would sure, be good. I could totally, I could totally see his music in the game. Survival of the Fittest would have been such a perfect background for that yeah. thing. Like a zombie slasher game. Hmm. Well, it already is in a zombie game. Call of Duty Zombies has Eminem. Oh, yeah. I still haven't watched that. Are you talking about in 5? Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to check I, that There out. might be one other map. I can't remember. But I mean, Cod not, Ghost. just but, be that one. But that one's... Can't really call it, count Cod Ghost because it was multiplayer. Yeah, that was uh, Extinction, sir. There's a lot of super big games coming out this year. This is a big year for gaming with uh, Dead Island 2, Ark 2. You know, Party Animals isn't really on anybody's radar, but us probably, and like 10,000 other people in the Discord. Uh, I if, if you're a big PlayStation fan, Last of Us is coming, Part 1's coming yeah. to Steam. My wife is like fired, fired, fired up. She can't wait. And especially, I think a lot of people are going to look into it because it's uh, on uh, HBO now. So it's on a lot of people are just yeah. now finding out about it. Man, I'll tell you, and just speaking of like The Last of Us, that HBO, like the series is, uh, I'll just talk on that for a second. That's seriously one of the best like game to series adaptations i've ever watched a lot of people say too that like a lot of the times whenever games try to make shows out of their out of their you know game yeah. it just turns out terrible it's usually really rare that that even happens and it happens good so it's really nice to see that a good game had a good adaptation i'll say i've never played the game never watched a video of the game uh like i'm just i just like my wife will put it on and I'll just jump into an episode and start watching it. It's like, it's such a good show. And I don't even know nothing about yeah. the characters or nothing. It's just like a really good show. It's well made. Like, oh man, it's For it's sure. really, really good. And of course, my wife is just eating it up because it's all lore to her because she's played the games like 80 yeah. times through. I feel like art could almost have its own. Yeah, it, it is. It is making its own show. What do you mean? Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's going to be like more of an anime style uh, show. Oh yeah, that's right. You mentioned that to me. I don't yeah, know. I, I feel like that will be cool. Yeah, especially if you, Can were you like, imagine an anime with like a tech rex. Well, if you're one of those nerds who read through all the explorer notes like I did, <laughs> you're pretty fired up about it. Like seeing the whole story play out with Rockwell. Was it Rockwell? And, yeah, Rockwell, and uh, I can't remember all the characters off. There's like three three main characters, and it's kind of cool because one. One person cares about nothing but war and, like, you know, conquering the whole island. One person cares about the health and the wellness of the dinos and just want to keep them healthy. And then there's, like, one other character that really just wants to study them overall. And they kind of partner up with the person who cares a lot. It's kind of a whole thing. But, uh... It's definitely show-worthy, and I hope they do something good with it. And I've never been much in anime, but I would definitely give it a very good chance. I'd probably watch a few episodes, even if I really didn't like it, 
just to give it a full, full chance. For sure. Yeah. I, mean, I can't think of any other games coming out this year that I'm actually... You know, Call of Duty, but, you know, like I said, it's probably going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's on the radar, but it ain't it ain't on the top. No, no, definitely, definitely If Castle Miner Z2 came out, I'd be more excited about that. Oh, my God, Castle Miner Z2. That would be awesome. It deserves to be up there on Call of Duty's level. Uh, a game that <laughs> I was excited about just came out uh, since we recorded our last episode, Sons of the Forest. I was... I know, I'm really thinking about getting that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Logan already has started playing it, uh, and I'm just waiting for it to go on a Steam sale because i got to buy two copies. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's the main reason I'm kind of holding off because uh, me and my wife just beat Forest 1, and uh, we both really want to play Sons of the Forest because we, we really enjoyed that game. It was fun. And from what I heard, oh, it's uh, it, it's got a lot more mutants, which sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw a clip on there that just like blew my mind with a mutant. Yeah, there's like did you, you probably saw the one where it's like eight heads all stacked up like on one body. <laughs> Looks like human <laughs> no, centipede, but it's it. going up. That sounds terrifying. Though. Yeah, and I think there's like a crawler or something on this one. Like it's dude, it's terrifying. That game, I just know that they'd be going crazy on the original The Force. Yeah, that game was like, ooh, it, it was it was wild. Like if they if they had, that was the thing too. They didn't have much of a budget because I guess it was kind of like an indie game project. Uh, but the boss, it pretty much was, yeah. If the boss like was on uni, like any Unreal Engine, it would have looked intense. But like it looked kind of a little bit gummy because of the uh, indie software. It is still super cool. I can't imagine what they. I mean. I don't know what their budget was for this game, but it's got to be good. Like, it's got to be Oh, good. it was a lot better than the original game. And hopefully it's got a good story behind it and everything, because we really enjoyed the storyline of it. That's the thing I like most about survival games that have stories, because you, you don't necessarily have to do the story, but you kind of have... You, your purpose. Yeah, you can do it at your own own pace, whatever. That, that's I think that's a good aspect of what makes a good survival game, is having a story that's optional. If I, I mean, it sounds kind of terrible, but it does give you purpose. But Yeah, I feel like you'll eventually get tired of the free roam and actually want to do the story. Yeah, it's kind of like seven days. It's like, at, at some point, you know, you're just like slaying everything. And there's no end. There's no end game. Yeah. If I didn't mention uh, at some point during the beginning clips, which I'm going to try to remember, but uh, I'm making cutoff for uh, t-shirt orders uh, at the end of the month, so if you want a t-shirt, uh, email us at carsandhealthbars at gmail, and make sure you make the subject line t-shirt so I can single out your emails and uh, remember them. And uh, I, I guess we, we can handle all that at a later date with the addresses and stuff, but if, you, if you're interested in a t-shirt, uh, email us and we'll get with you on prices and all that good stuff. And uh, that's all I have for this episode, uh, Jordan. If you got anything else, we'll throw it to an outro. That's all. That's all, folks. I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you follow and rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. And we will catch you on TuneIn Tuesday next week. Have a good weekend, guys.